All right, y'all, is Jesus coming back part two? You are about to listen to this from Christian Anarchy Today, and then you will hear my perspective Wednesday here on Common Sense Christianity. Prepare the world for when Jesus comes back and be anarchists and, and communists because when Jesus comes back, it's all going to be that way. So they want the world to be that way already. So you just get sucked into kingdom building when you focus on Jesus coming back. And when you realize that he's already returned and all of the things in scripture that sound like the end of the world were fulfilled in 70 AD um, with the destruction of Jerusalem, it frees you in, from all these things in kingdom building because now we're in the new age, which is spiritual. So it's, it, it's very freeing. Do you think you can have this same freedom of liberty that you, Sean, and what I say I have, mm -hmm. if, if you have the futurist view that Jesus isn't, is coming back? Do you think you can still have that freedom and liberty in Christ? They say that the best of cat is discussed before we roll the camera. That we is true. We just had a fantastic um, discussion about ladies and furries <laughs> and gender bending. Queer and all architecture. sorts of things. Art, queer architecture. We were talking about it all, and now we come to the topic and we're dead. Just kidding. Last week we did part one of Is Jesus Coming Back? Tonight, we are going to do part two of the same topic, and we're just going to present our general thoughts on it relative to our assessment of the idea. Many Christians believe most he's coming back to take his bride, rapture his church, destroy the world. That is the general uh, uh, belief. Gentlemen, my co Host, who would like to go first? Ethan. I went first last time. Ethan Wait, is going but first. But I always go first, though. No, no you, you didn't. Don't. Last week he went first. Yeah, yeah, I but think. most of the Look, time. We can I argue know. about who goes first for an hour. <laughs> um, so is Jesus coming back? Uh, I I don't know. I, I, I Right now, I'm in the middle between futurist and uh, preterist. I, I, I just don't know. I don't have all the information to make a proper decision, which I said last week. Um, I, I would like to point out that whether he is coming back or not, in terms of how we live in our lives and with our faith, it shouldn't matter. What does that change in terms of how we love each other, how we interact with each other, how we live our lives as Christians? It shouldn't impact it at all, in my estimation. So while we can have this discussion, I am at peace with the fact that Christ loves me, Christ died for me, and my sins are forgiven through Christ. And that this is just one of the things that I wonder about and that we can have a discussion about. But I, I don't get why it becomes so controversial within the faith rather than just a topic of discussion like anything else within the faith. I think, yeah, I think that it actually does play a big role in people's faith and how they approach it. Because with the Mormons, they're trying to prepare the earth for when he returns. So they're putting all their focus on their earthly kingdom building. And that's because they're waiting for Jesus to... Am I wrong on that? You're right. Is that, is that correct, right? Dead on. Um, and even, even with uh, people like Christian anarchists, like what we were talking about in the show that you uh, posted recently... Um, even Christian anarchists are trying to prepare the world for when Jesus comes back mm -hmm. and be anarchists and, and communists because when Jesus comes back, it's all going to be that way. So they want mm -hmm. the world to be that way already. So you just get sucked into kingdom building 
when you focus on Jesus coming back. Mm. And when you realize that he's already returned and all of the things in scripture that sound like the end of the world were fulfilled in 70 AD um, with the destruction of Jerusalem, it frees you in from all these things and kingdom building because now we're in the new age, which is spiritual. So it's, it, it's very freeing. Do you think you can have this same freedom of liberty that you, Sean, and what I say I have, mm-hmm. if, if you have the futurist view that Jesus isn't, is coming back? Do you think you can still have that freedom and liberty in Christ? Um, uh, the freedom in Christ every day? I think so. Yeah. Um, I just think there's greater opportunity to burden yourself with kingdom building mm-hmm. if you're waiting for his return. So it can, I, I see it as more of a crutch, and yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I like what I've seen from people that are preaching it. So here's my thing. I, I, think, um, I, I think that, yeah, it, it can affect the way you approach the faith. It really depends on your whole approach to things, mm-hmm. right? If if your entire life is built on Christ is coming back, he, he's come back in man, a couple years, I mean, all the signs are here, then yeah, that affects it. But if you're just saying, hey, I believe Christ is coming back, but in the meantime, I'm going to live my life, I'm going to I'm gonna preach the gospel, live my life for Christ mm-hmm. and do what I do. And again, and necessarily, I don't know, I've lived my whole life as a futurist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think for me that necessarily impacts the way that I approach the faith in Christianity. And I wish more people were like that, but unfortunately I don't think they are. And I think... There's not a lot like me. Yeah, I know, you're special. (laughs) (laughs) I've gotten that a lot. (laughs) When I I was younger, I I was a futurist, always looking for his return and kind of just, it makes you pay attention to the things happening in the world, like, oh, it's got to happen any second. And it was truly on my mind a lot, you know, and I only realize that now that it's not anymore. But, um, yeah, you know, and I think it sort of weakens the faith in a sense that for, you know, for a thousand years or however many years people have been saying Jesus is coming shortly because of all these things that are happening. Things happen in the world. The world's a crappy place, you know, uh, with with the what humans do. But people have been saying that for all these years, and everyone else that is not of the faith is laughing because they've seen it before, and it's yep. just stereotypical. And, uh, yeah, I think it makes a whole lot of sense when you can put the puzzle pieces together with what truly happened in history shortly after um, Jesus said it would. He said it come in within a generation. And all the pieces line up in place perfectly, and I think it shows... It strengthens the faith because it's something that Jesus was talking about. It's something that um, the, his followers were wondering about, and it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like, I, I just think it weakens the faith if we're waiting for 2,000 years for this thing to happen that he said was happening shortly. His followers said were hap- was happening shortly. They were um, sending letters to the churches in that area specifically saying it's going to happen, prepare yourself, and then... If, if, if nothing happened in 70 AD, if Jerusalem wasn't destroyed by the Romans, then I would maybe say, okay, well, I guess he didn't come back. Yeah. But that, that's a true historical thing that happened, and it, and it really makes perfect sense, in my mind, anyways. And, and I guess it has more to do with your interpretation of Revelation, because sure. what I was taught, you take all this literally, there's going to be two beasts, there's going to be uh, stars falling out of the sky, etc. I, and I read Revelation three times, and... It's always been in this is the future mm-hmm. and not the past. So I'm going to have to read it again with that new, okay, 
Mm -hmm. Let's look at it this way. It has to do with your perspective because mm -hmm. if you never consider the preterist view, and most don't, yeah, most don't. I, I've never heard of it till I watched this show. Yeah, and um, but if you haven't considered that, then you wouldn't know about it, and you wouldn't be able to apply that um, necessarily. Uh, I, well, that's where our love comes into because yeah. it runs in different places. They don't all hear about all these things. And I wish everyone had, but most haven't. Now, one thing <laughs> I would ask you is that if Christ has already come back and we are just living. Mm -hmm. in the complete fulfilled biblical status what is the point of being a christian then uh the point of being a christian is loving each other loving our neighbors having faith and it's the same that it <laughs> it's always been you know <laughs> now that, that, that's to go more to uh what you do as a christian i mean what's the point so like uh, oh let, i see let's take what I see an what evangelical would say, yeah. you, you have to believe Jesus Christ. Well, what's the point of that? Or if you don't believe in him, you're going to go to hell. That's the point for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. so or you won't be taken up in the rapture or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's the point? Yeah. What, what, what's the point <laughs> what's now the that Christ point? has come back uh, already? The point is to love God, and the point is to worship him with your with Yeah, but why? You have to give me like a good reason to love God. Not, not for me. I have a heart for God. Yeah. Yeah. But for if I'm if I'm discussing with someone, okay, why I have to be a Christian? It's, why should you be? Why a Christian? should you yeah. be a Christian? I see because it gives you peace with yourself, peace with others, peace with God. You have an overwhelming sense of peace and love, and it it is a it fulfills your life and gives you purpose. Mm -hmm. And the purpose is to love. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's so, what there is to it. <laughs> so okay, my next question will be: I, Sean wanted me to to debate more. I'm starting to. Okay. You're welcome, Sean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful. <laughs> but um, do, you, do you think hell still exists in the fulfilled age? Do I think hell still exists? Yeah, hell exists. So like do you think fiery, that it, burning hell? Do you think if you don't accept Christ, if you've heard the name of Christ, right. do you think that you're going, going to go to hell, eternal no. damnation? I think hell was made for Satan. Just and his angels or demons? What? What do we call them? Angels? I don't know. Satan and his demons, we'll call them. Okay. So, yeah. So, so this is getting into a different, very different discussion. Well, but well, I'm relating this back because okay. I'm, I'm sure. trying to figure out the exact yeah. position of what this truly means. Mm -hmm. Um. So it's been a minute since I've thought about these things. So yeah, I want to see if I can now. remember. Oh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Okay, Sean. No, uh, hell was a biblical reality, mm -hmm. and it was Sheol, the covered place. Yep. And it was everyone there was separate from God, mm -hmm. everybody. And uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob went to hell. Did you know that? And so do all the uh, pagans and everybody else went to hell. Some went to paradise, some went to prison. But Revelation talks about what Steve is alluding to, is that after Christ comes, hell gives up its dead. That's what it says. Uh-huh. And they all who were in it go before the great white throne judgment. Yeah. And that all took place to them then who were of that age. Right. So today, and Second uh, Corinthians talks about how God through Christ reconciled the world to himself. And that's cosmos. To himself. Mm -hmm. So what Steve is, what you asked is hell the reality. Not anymore. What's the reality is people who live life without God and Christ don't have him here, don't have his peace, don't have the ability to love don't have the ability to grow in the spirit. And those who do have the capacity to become sons and daughters of God, adopted into the house of Israel, and to enter into the new Jerusalem on high. 
once and forever. But everyone who dies without that is on the outside of that new Jerusalem, outside mm-hmm. the gates. And that is a place that is not, is, is not light, is not, is not what the new Jerusalem is about. Mm-hmm. So is it a kind of hell? I don't know. But it's not the, the place of dark torment and woe as a punishment that the, the nation of Israel experienced. Mm-hmm. All right, that, and that makes more sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just wondering that because it's like... Yeah, where it, is it? it? It's, it's complicated. Yeah. Sure. yeah, it's more complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it's interesting to talk about because I'm, I'm in a learning occurrence in terms of doctrine and yeah. biblical theology. Well, it makes sense, too, if everyone was in this covered place and the events taking place in 70 AD. That's sort of all in the same, everything happening at once. It's sort of, it would be weird, I feel like, if there was a 2,000-year gap before, I mean, and that's if it comes tomorrow, a 2,000-year gap of nothing, of saying we're waiting for it, and nothing happened. I don't know, it, it just, it makes more sense for all of it to sort of be in the same, yeah, I, of the events taking place, because they said it's coming soon. We have the contradictions that go along with it that you guys haven't talked about, and that's the contrad- constant contradictions that Christians make in their beliefs when they don't uh, realize that Christ came back when he said within a generation, and all the things he described as happening, happening then. Here's why. Um, Christians will say, um, no, Jesus hasn't come back. When will the judgment be? The judgment will be when Jesus comes back. Okay? So what happened to Grandpa jo- my great-grandpa Jones who died in 1920 in a train accident? Oh, he was a great believer. He went to heaven. Oh, he did? <laughs> oh, yeah, yep. He went yeah. right to heaven. He went right to heaven. <laughs> we only believe the convenient things. Right. But they, so he but goes put- to heaven and he's there. And then guess what happens when Jesus returns? Grandpa Jones has to be judged. And so he's got to then come out of heaven and be judged and see if he gets to go back to heaven again. See, yeah. it's so inconsistent the way they try to use the scripture, convenient to them. The other thing, and I'll, and I'll end quickly, I've only used two minutes. The other thing is um, the entire New Testament narrative, letters written by Paul and Peter and John, tell them how to be as a church. Mm-hmm. And they do that as apostles with authority, telling them what to do. If Jesus hasn't come back and taken his church. The girls that sit around us here in math class, there's some pretty good-looking girls in there. He talks about them all the time. He and just I'm, outed him. And now, he's, now they know. <laughs> oh, shame. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, you guys don't know the deal. Yeah, I'm just um, but, but yeah, and I'm like, isn't that adultery? Christ said if you even look at a woman with less, that's adultery. Mm-hmm. You should be stoned if you want to take the Old Testament mm. so literally. Mm. And it's just things like that. We we take the convenient parts so we can play this. Well, Christians will say that it is role. adultery. They'll teach that to yeah. people. So yeah. they teach it, but they don't really follow through with it. They so. don't follow the punishments. Yeah. They'll talk all day about homosexuality is such a sin. All right. Leviticus 20 says, their blood shall be shed upon them. What do you think that means? You want to teach me Leviticus 18.22, but you don't want to talk about Leviticus 20, do you? Yeah. You want the easy parts. You want the convenient parts. And yeah. that is my pet peeve. Yeah. You always want the easy answer out. You always want the basics and, and whatever the church tells you instead of actually thinking things through. Yeah. And that's where this revelation of, pun intended, this revelation of of uh, Jesus coming back in 70 AD liberates you because it um, it's a consistent it's consistent versus always you know picking and choosing what you want to believe or this this draws brings everything together consistently and and, and perfectly together so it makes sense for me I don't like things that don't make sense 
And it just irritates me because of the inconsistencies, what people are contradicting themselves. And this brings sense to the whole thing, and it just brings it all together with a nice bow on top. Oh, and a fine summary statement by Steve. Yes. A nice bow on top. A final comment. We're out of time. Uh, We're keeping no, these shows short. No, no final comment. Actually, yeah, just at least try new perspectives. Just always be open-minded. And discussions like these, we don't all agree on things. We disagree on a lot, but we're still friends. We still come here every week and record the show and have these discussions. And that's the important thing. We need to come together as a Christian community and actually have these tough discussions so we can learn and grow in faith. And I would just add that where many people say they lose hope when they come to the idea that Jesus has come back, um, there might be some of that if your hopes have been that he'll come back and rescue you from this World 2020, you know, beginning with Kobe dying and, and then COVID and, and, uh, and, uh, everything and else in between, everything else in between earthquakes and craziness. People are just spouting. He's coming back. It's time. We've been going through this stuff forever. Uh, but there is the replacement of the hope that you might lose a little bit of. You still have hope in Christ is liberty because when you, when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And then you begin to see like the consistency Steve's talking about, and it frees you up from the fear and all this, and you trust in God as much or more. All right, you guys ready? Oh, wait, we got to pick our subject. Wait, whose turn is it? Now, we just added two new, three new subjects to this this thing. Three new subjects because I checked my list and they're not, we don't know, these guys don't know what these subjects are. I know what they are, but I only knew it when I wrote it. I can't remember.